0: Welcome to the Holistic Health Podcast, beautiful humans. If a professional, polished, well-edited podcast is what you're after, then move right on. If, however,
1: you love unfiltered banter, unedited bloopers, authentic heart-sharing, and a very generous dash of holistic health education, then you're in the right
0: place. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Holistic Health Podcast. A good morning, Amy. Good morning. How are you today, darling? I'm good. I am at my mum's visiting and I've had just the most fabulous weekend with babies. so my my brother um became a dad this year for the first time at the beginning of the year and it's the first baby in our immediate family. and I am just obsessed with her. She is so <laughs> cute. and then my um my best friend who I've known since I was, Five years old, also Mm -hmm. had a baby this year and got to meet her yesterday. And it's just, yeah, so so like something about seeing people that you've known your whole life grow into parents. that's just really beautiful as well.
1: Oh my God. That sounds like the most magical weekend and Mm -hmm. just full of love and little cute beings. I had a nice relaxing one myself. Didn't do all that much. but feeling rested and energised for the week, which is a nice feeling on a Monday. Yes, we love that for you.
0: Love that. Well, let's get into today's topic, which is brought to you by, well, I'll definitely say a pet peeve of mine. Mm (laughs) few pet peeves around um, fixing hormones or DIYing hormones. Mm. And um, yeah, we wanted to share with you three of the most common mistakes we see um, clients uh, or, or even just, you know, friends that we're witnessing um, or people we come across making when they're trying to quote unquote fix their hormones or, you know, fix PMS um, because those two often go hand in hand. And for anyone who is is wondering or is not aware of what PMS type symptoms are, it's really inclusive of any really obvious and problematic shift that you're noticing pre period. So it could be having really sore boobs, having getting premenstrual headaches. Um, feeling like your emotions are significantly different. So whether it's that you feel really irritable and ragey, whether it's that you feel emotionally just absolutely overwhelmed and anxious or incredibly flat, maybe you get night sweats, maybe you've got insomnia, um, you could be getting premenstrual spotting. These are all kind of red flags that there is some form of hormonal imbalance happening for you and understandably a lot of people want to fix that. Mm. And um then comes in some of the most common mistakes. So I might just jump in with mistake number one and this is in no particular order. Mm. And then Amy, if you've got anything to add to this particular mistake, please feel free to um if not, then you can you can hit us with mistake number two. But the first mm. one is is taking random hormone blended supplements so there are a lot on the market and they're what i would i guess deem a like a a kind of random hormone blended supplement is one that has not been prescribed for you by a practitioner that contains particularly herbal medicines because whenever i've um, you know clients have come to me on these and i've looked at the ingredients of them there's always just this complete like just mishmash, like thrown together ingredient pile of often herbs that are contradicting each other in their actions. Like there'll be some in there that are helpful for lowering estrogen and clearing it. There'll be some in there that are helpful for actually like, Um, you know, boosting it, there'll be some in there that are helpful for uh, reducing heaviness of bleeding. And then some that are in there that actually, if you take them through your cycle, it's going to increase the heaviness of your period. It's really, and, and, you know, and sometimes they're in therapeutic amounts and sometimes they're not, but I feel like when it comes to trying to manipulate your hormones, you really want to know what you're doing because, herbs and nutrients are powerful mm. and if you're going to be spending money on something like that i really think that a it should be personalized and b that personalization should be based on thorough clinical assessment including like history symptoms but also like blood tests and pathology to actually see what is happening In your follicular phase so the beginning of your cycle and what is happening in your luteal phase because both of those phases and what's happening with estrogen progesterone prolactin all these hormones um, that are doing a little bit of a dance through that cycle is going to to tell us where the problem is actually occurring i don't think you can just say that every single person, this is a classic one that stores, you know, fat around their um, backs of their upper arms, therefore has a high estrogen problem. Like, no, absolutely not. Or every person with endometriosis has high estrogen. No, not true. So as you can tell, it's a real, (laughs) I get real fired up about it. Um, Do you have anything to add to that in terms of just the random hormone blended supplements and why it's a problem?
1: Yeah, I'd first of all, I'm just giggling away. I can tell how pissed off you are about this whole thing. I know oh we've had God. a few, like we've had a few conversations, like in the past. Like we might, you know, talk about a case we're working on, and mm-hmm. it is definitely something that just riles Nat right up, and it is frustrating because, uh you know, one of two things happens: either the client doesn't get the results they're looking for, or the person doesn't get the results and can draw a number of conclusions from that their body's broken or supplements don't work um or there's no hope for them but second of all it can actually make things worse which then leaves them in even more of a tricky position and as a clinician we then have to kind of unravel how they present on the day versus like how much of that was induced by incorrect usage or using the wrong thing um So, yeah, the confused formulas is definitely an issue. And I think this is where supplement manufacturers are just trying to make a one size fits all. But this is the insult that allopathic medicine also takes is that one woman, you know, is the same as the other and that, you know, our cycle is just a flat line of events when it's actually, you know, a symphony orchestra. Um, Certainly also you can get um, really inappropriate formulas. I had a client with, um, amenorrhea. Who was then put on a menopause formula? With, you know, and in her mind, it was to bring back her cycle. But actually, it wasn't doing anything of the sort in terms of supporting ovarian function and stimulating follicle development and supporting progesterone production. So, definitely don't recommend putting random supplements, especially because you know if you don't have medical training, they all kind of read the same. So. When you get a label from a supplement, it will have kind of generic claims on that. And that's dictated to, for the most part, by the TGA. But it might say something along the lines of balances hormones. But that statement can be applied to any herb that creates a physiological change in the body. Whether that's increasing estrogen, lowering it, increasing progesterone, attenuating prolactin, you know, boosting, luteinizing hormone, raising testosterone, lowering testosterone. And so, like, it's kind of meaningless in a way other than ticking a box by the TGA to say this has evidence that it does something different to your hormones, but you don't know what that is. Um, second of all, you don't know what it is you're actually trying to achieve. If you actually haven't done the testing, like Nat mentioned, and you've tracked what's going on in the follicular phase and the luteal phase and where the handover occurs, if, and when you're ovulating, how successful that is based on the progesterone production, you could also be taking supplements that are at odds with what you want to do. So for example, a really popular supplement for PCOS is Vitex or chaste tree berry. And it's helpful in some forms of PCOS, but there's four different types. And one of the types has high luteinizing hormone and Vitex actually just takes that higher, which you don't want in that form of PCOS. So, you know, for a lot of reasons, taking random hormone supplements is probably not going to get you where you want to go. It's a bit of a lottery. Like you'll be lucky if you just kind of buy something off the shelf and get some kind of result. Um, And also it's not addressing the underlying cause. So there's that too. But mistake number two is not using herbs, herbal medicine prescribed by a practitioner who knows what they're doing. Now, this is kind of an extension of the first conversation, um, but also alluding to a lot of the supplements, while some of them have herbs in them are often nutrient-based. And herbal medicines are where like the, I guess the alternative to pharmaceutical drugs And they're alternative for a number of reasons, including that they improve physiology and functioning. They're not, you can get obviously symptom management style herbs and a combination of both is fine. But when you see a practitioner who knows how to prescribe herbal medicine, you get personalized formulations based on your case history, the pathology results, your cycle tracking that you've been doing and sharing with your practitioner. And they can get very, very specific about what's going to help you, what's specifically going on with you, and they're adjustable. So as your cycle begins to shift, you can reduce certain herbs, increase others, change out the support, and like fortnight by fortnight actually have a living and breathing herbal medicine that's moving as you move rather than taking a generic formula in a capsule that doesn't change day-to-day, week-to-week, phase-to-phase, or month-to-month. So you can even get phase-specific, like for some of my fertility clients, we might have a particular formula in the follicular phase and swap it to something else in the luteal phase but these really help to augment like any nutritional interventions that you might be on and really allow you to get where you're going much more quickly. So, you know, let's say you did buy a good supplement and it was the right fit for you, but you know, you're just kind of plugging the same nutraceutical and phytomedicinal information into your body each day. You might sort of get where you're going down the track in six to 12 months, maybe a bit longer, maybe a bit shorter. But when you're using personalized medicine by a practitioner who knows what's going on in your body and knows how to dispense it, you can take the shortcut round to actually healing and bringing things back into balance. Because here's the truth. Our bodies long to be in balance. Literally every single cellular function is designed to restore homeostasis. And your body's always trying to achieve that. But if you're sort of DIYing things, um, you're really missing out on so – and this is a shame. Like I feel like this is definitely some of the stuff we learned in college should be taught in high school and health education. I feel like women are so in the dark about how their bodies are actually supposed to work and how many sort of day-to-day things we take for granted are actually bad for our hormones – but when you're working with a practitioner who this is their zone of genius, you can just cut out all of the angst, all of the worry, all of the confusion and the bloody time delay in, in getting to where you want to go. Would you
0: agree, Nat? Yeah, 100%. I think it it saves you time, money, effort in all senses of the, of the word. And as you said, it really allows you to tailor it further down and I think like nutritional medicine, like nutrients um, and like are really, really powerful for hormones. And for some people, that's all they need. But I, I just feel like you're operating with one hand behind your back if you're not also able to use herbal medicines um, correctly at your, um, you know, I guess as part of the treatment, particularly for things that are a little, little bit more complex or um. Mm-hmm a little bit more long standing issues for someone so yeah mm. i wholeheartedly agree with that and then mistake number 3 i think is really trying to out supplement whether that's nutrients or herbs a poor diet or lifestyle choices mm. um <clears throat> and i think that this is where naturopathic and and kind of functional medicine so to speak can end up doing exactly what we you know, I guess, knock conventional medicine for doing, which is just dispensing pills. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I think there's a difference between you know, a therapeutic intervention that is requiring several supplements in order to bring a body back into balance as quickly as possible um, versus relying only on supplementation, um, herbally or nutritionally, in order to try and counteract what is not happening from a dietary or lifestyle perspective mm. because diet and lifestyle are really the foundations um, in which, hormones are balanced and improved and supplementation is really the cherry on top in my opinion Mm. the one the one I guess caveat to that I would say is that sometimes you know like when I say not don't try and out supplement um, you know a poor diet or lifestyle choices what often comes to mind for me actually is my postpartum clients where you know, lifestyle, for example, if that's inclusive of good sleep, which it is, it's it's not going to be at a hundred percent. You know, you you. I don't know any, uh, at least not any, um, new mum of of mine in terms of my clients who is getting eight solid hours of sleep a night in that first phase, or even for the first, you know, eighteen months or more for some of them. And so it's not about having a perfect diet and lifestyle. It's about doing the best you can within the context and the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. And then what I would say is it's 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 okay to use um, what I would call helpful naturopathic band-aids in order to provide cushions for areas in diet and lifestyle where You just you're doing the best you can, but for whatever reason, you've you've got to draw a line somewhere. And there's a point at which um, you know, having quote unquote the perfect diet, which we have spoken about before, does not exist. Um, Mm -hmm. or having, you know, everything dialed in from a lifestyle perspective, it becomes more of a stress than it relieves when we are aiming for perfection. Mm -hmm. So it's really about the the balance there. But the mistake I'm really speaking to is when there's an expectation that just taking supplements will "quote unquote" fix your hormones. It won't, mm-hmm. and you're absolutely wasting your um, your emotional energy investing in that being a solution that's going to guarantee you an outcome.
1: Yeah, I think this is a really important point. That um, if you're listening to us, hi, I'd like you just to really let sink in because I think we live in a society in an age where. Instant gratification is kind of the standard um, now, and we expect results instantly and we expect them effortlessly as well. And I think people have become quite disconnected from the fact that health is actually a daily practice. And that involves, as you mentioned, getting enough sleep, getting enough rest, doing things that bring us joy, eating regular healthy meals, regulating our nervous system. And Yeah, I'm thinking of one particular client from a few years ago now who, yeah, terrible hormones, terrible skin, and was just in a really, admittedly, quite a difficult situation, but a very high stress situation. And she just wanted to keep taking more and more and more supplements and was just throwing money at a problem that actually needed her to, you know, take a different approach, meaning fully accepting that the primary driver behind her hormonal imbalance was an untenable situation at home that needed to change. And um, everyone gets to their own, you know, on their own healing journey in their own time. So there's no judgment around this whatsoever. Um, But we've also all kind of kept nudging a, you know, a a way of being that's not working. And then you finally realize that that is the thing you have to deal with. And what I'm sort of alluding to here is our hormones are very, very sensitive. They're highly calibrated to our thoughts, our feelings, our lifestyle, our levels of happiness, our levels of you know rest and fulfillment. And so if you're skimping on sleep, you're overdoing alcohol and sugar, you're not managing your stress and you're sort of leaning on naturopathic herbal and nutritional medicine to keep propping up. What are unhealthy habits? Like, please know that they aren't going to be able to shift what's going on for you until you shift the things that you're doing that have actually sent you out of balance. And this is what we call root cause medicine. Yes, there can be sort of acute tragedies or life events that can throw you out of balance. But more often than not, it's an accumulation of issues that domino over time and so unwinding those things requires a holistic approach, like a root cause approach and really restoring optimal function. Um, so even if it were possible to correct hormone imbalances that are a result of diet and lifestyle, you ca- it's unsustainable also. You'll just slip backwards anyway. So this is not the path of instant gratification. And I have absolutely had I can just think of a couple of clients again from quite some time ago who just wanted things to dramatically turn around in, you know, weeks or months that had been going on for years or decades. And, Yeah. Obviously when you zoom out and if you're listening to this, you can obviously see from the outside how ridiculous that is, that mindset is. And I suppose in some ways it's a reflection of just how desperately you want things to be fixed. But please know that if you've got a history of lifestyle and dietary choices that have led you to this point, it's also going to take consistent better choices to kind of reverse engineer out of
0: the destination that you've unfortunately arrived at. Yeah, totally. I think that's such a good point. Um, and one that I I feel many people, including myself in my own journey, need reminders of because like you've just said there, usually by the time someone's ended up in our virtual office mm. um, and and really seeking and investing in health, it's not just the last couple of weeks they've been feeling off. Mm. It's that there's you know, months, if not years of things kind of going downhill. And as hard as it is to accept that healing takes time and is nonlinear and a little bit messy, Mm. it's, it is part of the journey and it does ask patience of you and consistency and, and compassion towards yourself. And I think it's, it's really important that people know that that is normal, that healing takes time and that it's layered um, and that really to get true, robust healing that is long-lasting, it does have to be holistic, which will look different for everybody. Mm. Um, So if you're making any one of those mistakes, then perhaps if nothing else, this is just a little gentle nudge to you Um, to encourage you to just take a moment to think about perhaps maybe starting to change that strategy. And if it's something, uh, you know, maybe for you, it is going back to basics and focusing on your sleep. Maybe it is finally booking that appointment in with a practitioner that can help. Maybe it's putting a temporary ban on yourself from buying random shit on Instagram and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, on like while you're PMSing, you know, whatever yeah. it might be, I think there's always a next step that you can take. Mm. And doing something constructive and with long-term vision in those moments where it feels like desperation is driving those decisions because no matter how fabulous the marketing is on the next most amazing supplement or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. if it's been something that you've been dealing with for some time now or it is quite intense, I guarantee you it's not just going to be as simple as that for a long-term result. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm so we 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 are with you we we've, we've both you know experienced our bouts of impatience and desperation and like wanting that quick fix um and also i guess clinically professionally personally we know that it's just not a road that leads to what ultimately you want mm. so one last thing i'll offer you all um before i throw it back to amy is if you're in a space where you're like, well, I know my nutrition is not on point and I really need to start off with just eating better foods for my hormones and balancing my blood sugar, I do have a hormone rescue recipe ebook that is super affordable and gives you a lot of really great nutritional support in how to just begin that journey and take a lot of the thinking out of it for you. Mm. And then both Amy and I offer one-to-one consultation. So if you're listening to this and you've been really excited or inspired or nudged by hearing about personalized medicine, then that's that's definitely the sign for you in terms of your next step. Mm. Um, And of course there's many episodes that we've done on sleep and things that relate to lifestyle that you could have a listen to if you're not necessarily ready to spend any money any money on a next step, but you just need some extra education and support. We are, yeah, there's a whole library of episodes that you can scroll back through. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy, anything to to add to that before we wrap up?
1: I just the last thing I'll say is one thing that is frustrating to both of us. I'm sure I'm I can speak for you on you on your behalf here Nat, is that PMS has become so normalized. In fact, hormonal issues, women's issues have just gone in the too hard basket of allopathic medicine for a long time. And I think, unfortunately, because it has become so normalized, people think PMS is normal. Friends, hear me. If if you remember nothing from this episode, PMS is entirely avoidable. You can have a cycle month after month with absolutely no premenstrual symptoms at all of any description, mood wise, physical wise, cravings wise, any of those things, a healthy cycle does not include those kinds of symptoms. Now, that's not the same as noticing the very subtle shifts in the way your hormones make you feel. Of course, you're going to have a little more energy in the follicular phase. Of course, you might also you know, notice your appetite and how much sleep you need shifts a little bit with your cycle. But absolutely, there shouldn't be any symptoms that interrupt the way your life um, goes, your life experience, how well you feel, and limit anything that you can do with your day-to-day life. And so, yeah, I look for, I would like to think our generation is the generation where we put PMS in the rearview mirror, because you do not have to live like that. And indeed, it's a red flag that something's out of balance, and it doesn't have to be. So I think in closing, you know, we have shared with you some of the things, what not to do. And in previous episodes, we've given you so much info on how to support your hormones. And we are here for you. So if you would like to reach out, you can find Nat and I on Instagram. We'd love to hear. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Mm, beautiful. All right, friends. Well, don't purchase any crazy supplements online for the rest of the day. And we will be <laughs> back with you next week with some more information bye for now
1: you've been listening to the holistic health podcast with amy and nat
0: if you loved this episode then make sure you share it on instagram and give us a tag if you'd like to help us spread the
1: holistic health message far and wide then we would also so appreciate it if you left a
0: rating and review
1: this helps us more than you know
0: and don't forget to come and say hi over on instagram see you next week